hello people how are you doing welcome to another beautiful episode of your favorite podcast life and relationship paralysis with onome and the voice you're listening to of course is that of no other person but that of your one and only host onome olukaladiolamucho how are you guys doing today i'm super excited to be here and happy thursday so today i want to talk about a very important topic that has happened to me in my relationship i courted my husband for five years and during those moments we had difficult times <laughs> we had difficult times but you know what i still chose to love him uh he still chose to love me we decided to love each other regardless and we were there for each other so while i was thinking about what to discuss with us the topic just came and i felt what i, I and i and i and i felt like uh i'm still like in the best position to discuss this because i've been there and i did well i mean i can tell you for free that i did well i stood by him i waited with him i prayed with him i supported him i held his hands so whatever it is i'll be sharing with you today are not things that i read in book they are things that have practicalized things that has worked for me and i feel they'll be very and super useful for you if you find yourself in a difficult time with your partner so are you guys ready the first thing i actually love you to notice when it comes to love is that love is a decision you chose to love your partner (laughs) it is a decision we make by the day it is not an easy one but it is worth it so love is a decision you decide you have to choose to love your partner regardless and secondly you see a difficult time is a trying moment for for you or for the person as much as it is for you trust me a difficult time is not just a trying moment for the person or for the for the party going through it but it's a difficult time for you it is a trying time for you not necessarily difficult but a trying time for you you know that a difficult time is always a trying time but it is possible for you to have a trying time but not necessarily difficult what i mean by that is that you see a difficult time is always a trying time for the person going through it but not only for the person going through it it's a difficult time it is a trying time for them as much as it is a trying time for you and it is a trying time for you because it is a time for you to prove to them how much you love them so it is a trying time for you because it is not easy it is not an easy time for you to stay with them it is not an easy time for you to choose them regardless so it is a trying time for you because you know what a lot of times you just want to walk away a lot of times you want to doubt your future with that person a lot of times you want to like call yourself to to the fact that is this person still meant for me do i still want to do this life with this person how how assured am i that this person is going to get through this moment how sure am i this person is going to get over this and we are still going to have our life together and in fact we are still going to have a better time ahead so a difficult time is a trying time for not just the person going through that difficult time but for you as well so it is a trying time for you to test it's a trying time for you to test and prove your love for the other party it is a trying time for you to let them know that see guy you got me regardless of whatever it is you're going through or whatever it is that is happening to you the third thing i would love you to know about a difficult time is that you see know that i want you to know that life is in seasons and the difficult time we pass life is in seasons we have raining season we have dry season it is unwise for you as human to think you will only benefit 
or you will only partake of the rainy seasons of life no there will be trying times there will be hard times there will be dry seasons there, there won't be as much as you wanted there won't be as much as you desired there won't be as much as you envisioned right there will be dry seasons that there won't be plenty like when joseph had that dream or when pharaoh had that dream and joseph was interpreting the dream to him he was saying that see there's going to be seven years of plenty plenty right and it's going to be seven years of of uh famine because life is in season the bible attested to it that there are dry seasons there are raining seasons we have fall we have winter we have summer we just have different seasons in life so i want you to know that see the difficult time is a trying season but it will pass it will stay forever you know i love you about this this yoruba adage i believe it's an adage that says uh because is just a testament making it right there's always a there's always light at the end of darkness there's always uh darkness signifies that there is light and you know that you know what darkness is just an absence of light the moment light comes up darkness will disappear <laughs> right so that is just a proof to tell you that difficult times will pass so this is me telling you that if your partner or someone you love dare to you is going through a difficult time, it's not a time for you to give up on them because that season will pass. <laughs> it will actually. And uh, I want you to know, this is really important. I want you to know that your impact in someone's life is most felt when you are mostly needed. Right? It is when they need you the most that your impact in their life is mostly fit. So your difficult time is an opportunity for you to be there for that person that you love and care for so much. Because that is the only time or that is one of the most uh, important time or that is one of the most noticeable time for them to know how, how, how impactful your existence is to them. Do you understand? Uh, so let's go ahead to talk about how you can now choose to love or ways by which you can choose to love and stay with the person you love so much when they are going through a difficult time or trying moment. The first one is for you to be there for the person and be present sincerely. Be there for them and be present. I I, I won't go into details. I won't put a contest to this. Uh, but I want you to know that there was a time we had trying time. I'm not let to share right now. But trust me, I'm still going to share about it when I have the legion. So but there was a time we had a difficult time. It was really difficult. It was a trying time. It was one of the most difficult time of our life <laughs> as couple. I literally saw my husband or my fiance. It was my fiance then. He lost everything he has ever gathered. It was hard, <laughs> really hard. But you know what? I was there for him because I feel that was just the least of what I could do. I just wanted him to know that see, I'm present. If you look left and right, and you're looking for someone to be there for you, just know I'm here. You got me. So I was there and I was present. So if you need anybody to talk to, if you need anybody to run to, I'm always there. You can lean on my shoulder. You can cry on my shoulder. You don't need to form like a man here. This is a safe space for you. I was literally present and available. I was present and I was there. So the first thing I want you to know that is that for you to really choose to love the person that you love, uh, regardless of the trying time and difficult times that you're experiencing and going through, is for you to be there for them. Let them know that you're present, no matter what, that you're going nowhere. I, I had to reaffirm. I, was, I showed it by my actions. 
that guy you got me i'm i'm here and truthfully when he looks left and set, right and doesn't see anybody he just knew that you know onome saw me around <laughs> onome is here onome is somewhere i made myself available i was present for him and that was a lot that was a lot because you see there were times that he doesn't even know what to say it feels like even if i say it it's not like you're going to understand but the point is you might not want to talk about it but you want to cry cry i'm here <laughs> do you understand i won't force you to talk i won't force you to i won't even try to assume that i understand what you're going through because the truth is that i don't i might just try to put myself in your should try and empathize with you but the truth is i sincerely do not understand what you're going through at this moment and i don't i'm not here to let you feel like i understand but i'm here to let you know that i'm here for you regardless so pour your emotions be you do whatever it is you want to do when you want to cry cry when you want to wail wail <laughs> i'm just here for you do you understand i'm not going to judge you i'm not going to make you feel like this is the end of the head earth for you i'm, I'm not going i'm not going to be like job's wife that told him to cause god you know i'm not going to be that kind of woman i'll be here for you and that is the first thing i want to share with you today the second one is for you to support them as much as you can go all out if they are going through trying moments financially and you have you know one or two you have some money that you can use use to support them please do that it's not a time for you to say i'm a woman no ah my money is my money your money is our money no i mean it's it's, it's a trying time for him right when he had he was spending it with you he was spending it for you he was spending it on you so now is a try moment it seems like it doesn't have anymore the little savings you've had what you have in your savings don't hold it support him support him don't let him feel like ah god i task it is over and you know guys have egos when a guy there's a way guys feel when they feel like i used to be this but but it looks like i i can't i can't be that person i used to be able to afford this but right now i can't afford it anymore it's it makes them depressed and you'll be surprised that the way we ladies and do financial crisis is a lot more uh, it's so much different than our guys and it because it is too, it is we have a lot of thoughts different thoughts are going through our mind so we are not we are not thinking the same way we are not thinking the same thing so when guys are going through financial crisis difficult times you need to be there for them you need to support them let them know that see i'm not here for the for the bag <laughs> as much as i'm willing to spend your money with you i'm also here with you when you do not have so that when the money comes back you can't tell anybody in the world that i went through this and you were this woman was there for me so when the money comes back in multiple food right just like jacob uh, job added see i'm the i'm, I'm the first partaker because i stood with you when nobody did when nobody was present i was there for you you are not doing it so that you can call his attention to it in five years to come but you are doing it because you just had to do it and then times years to come he will never forget i remember what i said earlier that your impact is most felt when you are mostly needed that might be the time for them to just ascertain the fact that see this is the woman for me nobody can tell me otherwise right the next one i want to talk about is see you listen to them listen to their complaints complaints and don't ever be too quick to say you understand what they are going through listen to them it is the time for you to practice active listening it's not time for you to want to talk and talk and talk what it told you are complaining too much i beg are you the only person going through difficult times no that'll be a wrong thing to say it's the time for you to listen to whatever it is they want to say it's the time for you to listen to their rant 
the time for you to let them cry listen to them well listen to them cry let them you know those things that men don't cry i don't don't believe that i just feel like weak men don't cry that's the truth there's nothing bad about you expressing your emotion you cry you might not just you know straight out as ladies do but when a guy cry where you are it is a deep sign that he has trusted you it is a deep sign that he trusts you it's just that men don't cry anywhere they don't cry with any other person or with anybody but they cry that's the truth so if a guy is not confident to cry with you or to cry when you are there or to cry in your presence it shows that they are, they are here to trust you totally i'm telling you the first time i saw my fiance cry i was so glad not because i wanted him to cry <laughs> but because i feel like yeah this man feels i'm worthy to see his tears it's not like we ladies are any smart to be done they cry it's different for guys that's why they say guys don't cry it's not that they don't cry they just don't feel safe enough around you to cry when you are there do you get so it is a time for you to listen to them and don't be quick don't be too quick to ever tell them that uh, i understand what you are going through because you don't right the next one is for you to empathize with them what does empathy mean empathy means you trying to put yourself in that person's shoe and try to relate try to kind of want to experience what they're experiencing of course you can't because you're not going through it but to sincerely empathize with someone means you're trying to fit in into their shoes like okay let's imagine that i'm the one that lost my job and then i'm the one that could not even feed myself when i used to be able to conveniently conveniently afford it okay i used to be able to pay someone to come and do the cleaning around uh, uh, you know cleaning in my house to clean my shoes my my clothes but now i can't even feed myself not to talk of calling someone to come and clean so i will still carry myself to go and wash my clothes clean my house on top of the emotional uh, distress i'm going through already do you see so just try and imagine yourself going through what they are going through it's not that you are trying to think bad of yourself but that is how you can properly empathize right that time i had to think about what if just imagine i'm the one going through this how would i have felt and just the thought of it alone just changed a whole lot of things about me including the way i perceive what they are going through and how important it was for me to now stay within do you see so empathize with them sincerely and then the last but not the least is for you to come up with solutions for them see when people are going through difficult times they might not be in the right frame of mind to search for solutions you can do research you can when you see article that you feel is going to help them come out of the predicament they are going through or you feel it's going to help them relieve their stress or you stumble on an article of someone that went through what they are going through and has overcome it and is doing very well you send them the article you take your time to research go through people that has been successful with their stories and you want to share the article with him or her and like babe you know what when i was doing this research i was just trying to research about some things i feel is going to help you and i came across this article i feel you should read it i feel it's going to help you just do research and try and come up with solutions for them. Don't just complain and complain and nag. And then I feel like, ah, woman, I didn't know why you are here. I'm not here to suffer with you. I'm here to enjoy with you. So when I feel like you can't give me the soft life that I want, guy, I can leave you. I can leave you. You're not that kind of woman. No, that's not you. And that is what it means for you to choose to love the person you love, regardless of the difficult or trying times they are going through. Right? So the topic of this podcast is choosing to love in difficult times. Choosing to love in difficult times. So how do you know? How then do you know? We soon be done, right? So how then do you know? Uh, how then do you know when to stop loving? 
right so that it won't be like oh, i'm just loving this person i'm loving this person they are going through difficult times and i keep loving them how then do you know when to stop loving right when your love is being taken for granted then you should stop when you're not being appreciated for what you're doing then you should stop when no matter how wicked someone is no matter how emotional distress they are they should not make the person who is being present for them feel worse than what they are going through so when someone is going through someone something and they are trying to pour their emotions on you to the extent that they want you to feel as terrible as they are feeling trust me the person doesn't love you the person does not love you so when it looks like no matter whatever no matter what you do your partner never recognize it the person you're trying to be there for never recognize it we always talk down your efforts make you leave you worse than how you came all the energy and morale you came with to support them they literally made you feel like i don't i don't want you oh, okay now there's a balance to this because there are sometimes that people go through stuff and they say please go i don't want to see anybody you know in the recent sense what they are trying is, what they are trying to say is please come i don't want to be left alone right so there is that part but, but that should not be consistent that should not be their their uh default reaction when they are going through difficult times and then that should not be what is what they are quick to say every time so when you're trying to cook for them when you're trying to support them you want to give them money say i don't need your money it's not like at every opportunity you're trying to help they're trying to rub it at your face that they need they don't need your help and you're nothing you are nobody to help them like no matter how supportive you are that does not mean they're still going to spend the rest of their life of their lives with you when they they're taking your patience for granted your support for granted please walk away it shows they don't need you <laughs> do you understand it is a good time for you to walk away your your love your support should be should be appreciated no matter the emotional distress they are going through so if you feel like you're supporting someone you've been there for that person and then it looks like the person is taking your support your love for granted please is a time for you to walk away another thing that uh, might signify to you as to when to walk away when you realize that you are not, not being appreciated that is the first one right another one that i feel is really important for you to know when to stop loving is when the person is not actually making efforts to get out of that situation like when the person literally feels like when the person has given up on themselves see you can't change people you can't try to make people come out of their predicaments when they have lost hope and they feel like see there's no point here <laughs> it will be hard it is not impossible but it will really be hard so i understand that there is a phase whereby the, the person feels like ah, doubting if they can never come back on their feet but that is a phase but there's another phase or there is another level where the person feels like oh see there is no hope i can never go back to where i used to be like there's nothing good of me there is nothing so the person literally gave up so when the person gives up not making effort to be better you are trying to support them you are trying to send them articles you are trying to give them resources you are trying to even spend their money on them but they are now at the receiving end they just want to be collecting money collecting money collecting money they are not ready to work they are not ready to, to look for solution to their problems they are not ready to take to take up effort so that they can be better they are not ready to 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 put in more effort so that they can bounce back that is the time for you to work out because before you know it you just, you'll be the only one having hope so what is the essence of the hope you're having when the person that is going through the trying time and difficult time has no hope left anymore you're just wasting your hope and faith for crying out loud so you need to be sure that the person still have 
no matter how little hoping them that they are going to bounce back <laughs> i mean that was one of the things that made me stay with my husband you know when he had that issue one of the things that gave me the most assurance in my life was that he never believed that that was the end of him he never at every point he was telling me that baby i'm sorry you had to go through this because of me but trust me we are we are getting better better we will bounce back i'm putting some things into place right see see this see this see this see this, see, this is not the end you know i'm gonna take care of you we are going to be better than this i'm going to bounce back is this someone that i'm trying to console that's consoling me do you see the gist he never gave, gave up on his on, on himself and that gave me the courage to keep pushing with him so this is the man that sees a future so it made me believe in the future and it was worth staying with him for right and i believe today's podcast has blessed you as much as it has blessed me right the way i'm talking now i'm being reminded of some things it has really blessed me and uh i want to say thank you for always listening to me until i come your week in next week thursday stay blessed and stay safe i love you and bye <laughs>
right? So you know what that miracle is, but you're trusting God for that miracle to happen. So you're waiting on him. So that is what we call the waiting season. So the waiting season is that season whereby you're waiting on God, you're expectant to receive from God your next miracle. You're expectant to receive from God that which you strongly desire, right? So that is waiting season. Waiting season is not easy. I won't lie, right? It's not easy. And, um, it's an active season right some people feel like when you're waiting you're just waiting you're just there you're standing you're not doing anything no waiting is an action word so when you're waiting you're waiting on god you're doing something it is an active season so during your waiting season you're praying you're trusting god you're believing god you are going to him in thanksgiving you know i just don't want to cry it of myself but that is what waiting season is all about right so that is the context of the waiting season that we are talking about so for adventure you're waiting on god for marriage for a beautiful marriage or marital settlement you're wasting you're, you're waiting on god for a job right probably it's been a while you learned that skill and you've been writing quite a number of uh, you've been going for interviews over interview and it seems like they are not giving you that job so that is a waiting season for you waiting on god for a befitting job having a, a job that is befitting of your of a status of your status in christ jesus you're waiting right you might be waiting uh, on god for for the child of the womb right so you're trusting him that oh god i've been married and then on our wedding day you know how people pray that by this time nine, uh, by this time nine months would have come to come and celebrate with you uh you know with uh, your twins would have come to come and do baby dedication with you and all of those beautiful stuffs but probably it's been a while you got married and then you're trusting god for child of the womb and it looks like you keep seeing your menses every month right so that is a waiting period as well right so we are waiters that's the point i just want to say this that we are all waiters what are you waiting on god for might be different from what i'm waiting on god for but the truth is at one point or the other in our lives we've had to wait on god for one thing or the other i remember when i started when i started knowing what waiting means the first thing i was waiting on god for was my admission i wanted to get admitted into school right so i was waiting on god and how god did it it was a miracle it was miraculous god surprised me without no connection without any connection without any influence because like we literally like do not know anyone without any connection like god did it I got admitted, you know, without speaking to anybody, to the prestigious university, Obafemi Awolowo University, to study one of the course I, I mostly desired for. So it was not like, it's just God's grace. So that was the first thing that opened my eyes to wait in that. I waited and God did it, right? Ever since I've been waiting on God for beautiful and amazing things and God has been coming through. So we all wait as. So what are you waiting for at a particular season of your life might be different from what I'm waiting for at a particular season of my life right because we are not on the same levels in life we are not on the same uh when i mean levels now i don't mean i'm necessarily bigger than you but i'm saying you know uh for instance let me let me let me give you an instance for right now i'm married right so what i'm waiting for right now is not marriage because i'm already married right but someone that is not yet married is waiting for marriage not necessarily because i'm better than that person in fact that's not the case not like i'm better or i'm bigger or i've attained something higher than that person but at the level i am right now what i'm waiting for is just different from what the other party is waiting for do you see that does not make me better than the person that does not make the person uh worse than me right when we are waiting it doesn't make our other party that has received that thing better than us just speaks to at the level that we are at and what we are trusting god for 
right so that is the, the waiting season i think i've spoken enough about waiting season so what are the attitude or what is like the right posture you should take to be sustained during your waiting season number one is gratitude and thanksgiving oh boy you got to be grateful you got to maintain the attitude of thanksgiving this has always worked for me so when you're thanking god for the things you have expecting him for the next level you are you are you are open to enter it's telling god that god i see your hands in my life i acknowledge the fact that all the progress i've recorded so far it's been by your grace it's been by your hands so if you can do those ones i know you can do this one too that is what gratitude and thanksgiving is about so it's a spiritual code in the spirit realm telling god that god i see what you're doing but i want you to do this for me again so that is great and when you're grateful when you when you choose and when you wear the clothes of gratitude and thanksgiving it's 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 it, it, it helps you from complain it, it helps you stop complaining it helps you focusing on the things that are not working to see the things that are working so you are in a better position when you when you when you are grateful to god and when you thank him right you're seeing the issues you're facing in a better perspective you are seeing yourself as a as an overcomer it makes you see yourself as someone that is with help not like, not like someone that is without help do you know what uh, the devil tries to picture to us when we are in a waiting season and we are not thanking god or we are not being grateful the devil is trying to uh to to picture a situation whereby we're gonna feel like i'm without help no you are with we are with help actually you are never without help god is your help but you know when you start to thank him when you start to to be grateful to god you start to open your eyes you start to open your mind to see that you're actually with help right you can see how much how far god has helped you and how much he's still willing to help you god is still in the business of helping you right and that is what gratitude and thanksgiving does to you so that is like the first on the list for me during your waiting period you got to embrace th- gratitude and thanksgiving. Thank him, thank him, thank God. Keep thanking him for the things that he's done, knowing fully well that he can do them over and over again. And the things you're expecting from him, he will do it. He's still God, right? And the next one is uh, strong faith in God. See, the, your waiting period is, is a period for you to have faith in God. You trust him that he can do it. See, faith speaks to the fact that this thing, I've not received the physical manifestation yet, but it has happened to me in the spiritual realm. I can see it. See, we live by faith and not by sight. So faith is not seeing before believing. Faith is actually believing before seeing. That is what faith is. So faith is you saying that you are seeing yourself married, even though you're trusting God to be married. You can see yourself married. You can see yourself happily married with your kids. That is strong faith. So there are some things that when you see, it becomes impossible for you to unsee to unsee so when other people are getting married you know around you your friends are getting married you're not envy you are not envious you're not jealous you you know that see god that has done for my friend god that god that has provided uh, a suitable suitor for my friend is going to provide mine too because i've seen my husband actually right so i'm just waiting to enter that physical manifestation but i've seen it i've seen it happen that is what strong faith means. So you have to have faith in God. You need to, and this is how we beat faith. When we go to the place of prayer, when we study God's word, when we receive a word, we receive a scriptural verse that speaks to the situation we are going through. We, we hold on to it. That is how faith is built, right? When you go to, that is how faith is built, right? So when you go to the place of prayer and then you're exchanging your fears for, for God's word, you're exchanging your fears for, for, the, for faith in God. 
you're exchanging your weakness for his strength when you're praying to god when you're thanking him in the place of prayer when you're studying god's word see you are receiving grace for you to be sustained right the bible says we, we should come hebrews 4 16 come boldly to the throne of grace and ask for for help in times of need right that is what faith is all about so when you come to the presence of god when you come to the throne of grace and we seek help uh, there is something that happens to you you are convinced within you you know it's like you know your name that no i'm gonna get married and it's going to happen soon oh thank you father that is what strong faith is all about the next one is consistent heart check to ensure that your heart is free from jealousy and envy see this is one important posture you have to maintain for you to be able to sustain during waiting season you have to constantly check your heart to be sure that you are not jealous and you are not envious of your friend so you're trusting god for marital settlement and then your friend is getting married oh heart check is you checking your heart to see that the moment your friend is telling that babe i'm getting married the next thing that comes to your heart is it oh god when 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 when, uh, when will it be my turn god am, am i a stick am i a spoon if that is the first thought that comes to your mind now heart check is for you to check your heart to really be sure that what is going through my mind at this particular time am i sincerely happy for my friend that is what heart check is all about so as a christian you should not be uh unaware of the of the of the, of the tactics of the evil one which includes jealousy and envy so it is, it is one of the ways by which devil wants to snatch us or snatch our joy away from us you want to cloud our face so that so that we won't see what god is doing so that we be we be overclouded with jealousy and envy and it won't let us see what god is doing in our lives right and that is not you so art check is really important see and that is why i love that that, that scripture so much in the book of psalms that says search my heart oh lord if there is any evil way you know help me so that we know if there is any evil way within me and that is what art check is all about you're praying to god god search my heart expose me to me let me know if there's any thought i'm harboring that is restricting me from entering into the manifestation of that which you've said concerning me help me to see it that is what art check is all about ensure that your heart is free from evil ensure that your heart is free from envy ensure that your heart is free from jealousy right that is what art check means and the next one is joy oh boy you need to be joyful what am i saying Oh boy, but really, I just can't contain my joy. You need to be joyful during your waiting season. It's not a time for you to be looking so sad. People are now asking, What is wrong with you? You say, hey, I'm 35 and I'm not married. Sure, you cannot see all my friends are married. In fact, some are married with twins, with triplets. But look at me, I'm still here living my life alone. I don't have anybody to say to ask me if I've eaten or not. These like people are not even looking at me. Guys are not even seeing me. Like, I don't know what is wrong with me. And then you're literally wearing what is what you are going through on your face that when people can see you they'll say oh, if that girl she's a sadist that's not you you need to wear joy right the bible says that uh, the kingdom of god is what is not meat or food or whatever it, but it's joy in the holy ghost <laughs> joy in the holy ghost right you need to, to to have joy you have joy within you you are filled with joy your friend is getting married say glory to god when is the ashway be when when are you when what, what is the ashway be right what what do you need me to help you with yeah your friend is giving your your friend is is pregnant it's a glory to god you're excited you go to god in thanksgiving thanking god for your friend even as you're expecting yours that is the right posture to take during your waiting period i believe you're getting blessed the next one is having a good communion and fellowship with god this is really important the place of fellowship communion with god 
you know at the time of, the time of waiting is time for you to build your personal relationship and communion with god so when you go to the place of prayer you're communing with god you're telling god thank you father for what you've done in my life and then you in the place of fellowship is a place where you can actually tell god you're transparent with god see you are transparent with god you're letting god know what you're going through so you don't go to the presence of god for me as if everything is fine that's it. If you can be vulnerable with your friend, you can be vulnerable with your spouse, you can be vulnerable with your fiancé. So, why are you coding with God? Because he knows everything even before you come to him. See, everything like this is, is transparent with him. He sees everything from the beginning to the end. Right? He sees the end from the beginning. So, there is nothing to hide. So, in the presence of God is where you go and say, God, I'm bothered. I'm bothered. God, you know I love you. You know I'm happy for my friends. You know I love it when people are doing good stuff around me. You know I love it when people get married. You know I sincerely celebrate with my friend. But God, the Bible says, "Irritable man shock on Larry." God, help me. I, I'm expecting. I'm expectant. I want to get married too. God, I'm, I want to get married. This is me just pouring my emotions to you. I know you know how I feel before I even come to you. But still, I say make I still tell you because you are my God. You are my Father. You are my friend. You are my you are my best friend. So. If I can't tell you, where will I tell? So, Father, this is what I'm feeling right now. I feel like this thing is weighing me down. I feel like this thing is getting to me. So, God, what do you think I should do? That is what fellowship and communion with God is all about. So, when you come to God like this, when you're vulnerable with Him in the place of prayer, when you're letting letting Him know how you're feeling, instead of you complaining, you are you are telling Him your concerns, you're telling Him your fears, you are telling Him your emotions, how you're feeling. You know, there's a way He now speaks back. To back to you to comfort you to reassure you that daughter hold on i am working something out with your life see eyes have not seen years have not heard what i'm doing with your life and i want you to be rest assured that it might look like uh i'm taking so much time but i'm preparing that man for you i'm preparing you for that man so that at the end of the day when you guys meet it will not be like calamities that are meeting each other it will look like you are prepared the man is prepared and then when you meet without within the space of three months four months you guys are settled you're married and you're living happy ever after you see this is what communion and fellowship with god is all about when we commune with god we exchange our fears with faith oh i love saying this a lot because i've seen it work for me in the place of fellowship is where I, I i exchange my worries for for his joy i exchange my my weakness for his strength i exchange my fears for his faith right and i love saying that a lot because yeah that is what happens to you when you commune with god when you worship god when you speak to him right and that is uh another posture you should take for you to be sustained in your waiting waiting period another one is for you to have a good community of friends believing friends friends that when you talk to them about what you are going through they can hold your hands together and they can pray with you and for you it is good for you to have friends like that because waiting periods sometimes can be draining it can be tiring so when you are tired you have friends that can literally sense what you're feeling in their spirit and can pray for you and before you know it your strength is energized before you know it your strength is renewed so you don't have friends that uh, are telling you that you are not married though what, are, what is your problem what are you what is your you are you go to church all the time is it that this god you are serving cannot provide you a good husband is it that this god you are serving cannot provide a child of your own is it that this god you are serving cannot provide a job for you a friend that when you go to that you need help the friend is already rubbing it off your face please don't 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 stress me with your problem after all you go to church you're serving god so if this god you are serving cannot take care of you what what is is it me that you now be running to please please i have my own problem I have my own things i'm battling with that is not the kind of friend you should have you should surround yourself with friends that have high faith friends that can see what god is saying what god is doing in your life even when you are too clouded to see it do you get friends that can tell you that babe have you forgotten 
Hi, God bless my friends. God bless my friends. I'm so blessed. I'm super blessed with amazing and amazing friends. You know, I'm trusting God for something. And three weeks ago, a friend of mine said, Oh no, me, I saw you. I I I had a dream and I see this. This was what I saw when, when I had a dream. God showed me that this is what is happening. And I said, Glory to God. I received with thanksgiving. And two weeks later, another friend messaged me and said, Babe, I saw this concerning you. I wanted to start rejoicing. This is what God is doing with your life. And guess what? God has done it. Do you see? That is the kind of friend you should have. Friend that can build your faith. Friends that can assure you what God is saying to you over and over again. You know, you read the scripture and God said, This is what I'm doing with you. And then a friend of, your, of yours just messaged and said, Babe, this is what i see right or this is what i can see and this is what i saw and then they just confirmed that which god just told you in the place of your prayer right and then another friend again before you are done another friend again message to babe this is what i saw <laughs> the feeling is so sweet trust me there is nothing that can beat you having believing friends around you friends of strong faith friends that can hold your hand and pray for you and pray with you when things are tough those are the kind of friends you need during your waiting season right and the last but not the least post choice you should maintain during your waiting season is that of expectations in your heart see there's nothing wrong with you having expectations yes if you can see it you can have it so waiting season is not a time for you to be in denial so people are saying uh or your pastor is saying if if you if you're expecting god for the fruit of the womb come out and you're like ah see uh God will do it when God will do it. And deep down, you know that you're expecting God for the for you are trusting God for the fruit of the womb. It's not time for you to be to be in denial. People are saying, Oh, my sister, God bless you. You know, I'm I'm trusting God for this kind of miracle for you. And you are saying, oh, you? No, it's a time for you to say, Thank you, Father. Glory to God. I receive it thanksgiving. It's not a time for you to be in denial. You're expecting now, you know, expectant. You're expectant. So it's not it's not a time for you to be faking it to, to make it. Especially when you're in the midst of believers and they are prophesying they are telling you see the joke of a prophet is a prophet so if your pastor is saying oh mrs onomen this is what i see concerning you you are not saying ah, ah what is the deal you are saying thank you father i receive with thanksgiving right expectations in your heart have expectations so waiting season is not a time for you to be in denial it's not a time for you to, to be doing as if you don't need husband when you know that you are really trusting god for husband now i'm not saying that you should go all around telling people that ah, I, I want to get married i want to get married that's not what i'm saying but there's just a thin line between you staying in denial and you staying expectant so there are two different things you expectant even though you are not saying it everywhere but when you're faced with that situation whereby people are professing their faith over you having uh, you know uh, connecting their faith with yours to trust god for what you're trusting god for you are not in denial saying mm, you are praying you cannot even say amen because you don't want people to feel like you are desperate that's not desperation it is called being expectant right so i believe that blessed you now the next one i want to talk about is the stages the stages uh of waiting season first one is identification stage where you identify what you're trusting God for. Do you know that? It is one thing for people to say you should get married. It's another thing for you to feel like I don't need it. That's not what I think God wants to do for me at this season of my life, right? There was a time when people were saying that, ah, oh no, man, you've been in a relationship for a very long time. You're not getting married. Seriously, myself and my husband, we're not seeing it because we just know that that is not what God is telling us at this particular time. So we've not identified that, okay, the next thing we need in our life is marriage. Trust me. So we're building our career, building our businesses, and we're not pressured at all. People were saying it, but it didn't get worse. But guess what? It got to a time that we both know that now the next thing in our agenda is for us to get married. Now we identify 
that okay marriage is the next thing for us and then we start trusting god for provision to get married we start trusting god for provision to get married and that is it to some people they will get married they will tell you that they want to wait a year and if you, if you are praying for them that ah god will bless for the fruit of them they will tell you mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of them to say amen he said <laughs> thank you ma because they know that they are waiting for a year so they've not identified that that is what they need but the moment they know it that yes it is now time for us to get uh, to have a child or children of our own they will now start trusting god now they've entered their waiting season right because they've identified according to the timing of the spirit and with the nudging in their spirit and not just in their spirit that this is what we need you get so identification so have you identified that what you need right now is 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 is, is marriage have you identified that what you need right now is a new job befitting of your status in christ jesus are you tired of that level you are and you're trusting god for a new level you need to identify what you're waiting for then the next one is that is that is that searching stage now you've identified you're now searching like you are actively searching not like you are desperate not like you are you are not trusting god a searching stage means that oh you are you are you're really um you know that this is what you want and you desire it yes so a searching stage is that desire stage whereby you have it in your mind that god this is what i'm trusting you for so you you're you're actively searching for a child you are actively actively searching for a wife do you get (laughs) or or as a woman you're actively searching for a man not like you're searching you're looking going all around for a man but in your spirit you know that you're searching for a man in the place of prayer god where is my man bring my man to me bring me to my man that is searching stage so now you've identified now the next stage is active searching trusting god so some people when they are searching for the fruit of the womb there are some food they will start to eat they will start going to see your doctor doctor want to do test are we fine are we okay is everything fine can you check my husband can you check me oh doctor says everything is fine oh glory to god so what do you think i should start eating oh they will say oh your weight you need to start reducing your weight you need to start eating this not eat this so that you know you you'll be prepared for what you're expecting god for and then some people start searching the scriptures as to as to what god has said concerning their marital settlement do you see that is the searching stage you are searching desperately what god has said concerning you as we got that level or that thing you've seen that thing you've identified that you need right the next one is expectation oh after you're searching you've entered the searching stage the next stage is now where expectations is well expectations you know is world up within you now you have high expectation you know it like you know your name that any moment from now my man can come right so you're positioning yourself for that which is willing for that which is coming you're positioning yourself as someone who is expecting something honorable something tangible that is expecting huge favor from god wrapped up in a good young handsome looking man do you get do you understand that is expectation so you have remember i spoke about expectations in your heart earlier so it's not a season whereby you are in denial is a season whereby you're expecting like you are you are expecting not anxiously but you're an expectant of that which god is gonna do so it's not like when your man is now here you're like eh i didn't see this coming no no that does not look like someone that is waiting <laughs> someone that is waiting when he comes you say thank you father i saw this i prayed for it i expected it and now it's here oh glory to god that is the expectation stage so expectation stage is where faith is well up within you and you're trusting god for that which you've prayed for and you know that any moment from now this can come and when it comes oh it's we are quick to go back to god in thanksgiving thank you father you told me this i identified that this is coming i searched for this you know in, in prayers in my spirit in in, in, in studying of your word 
word and I expected it and now it's here. Thank you, Father. And the last stage is the receiving stage. Someone says, someone say, glory to God is <laughs> the receiving stage. This is the stage whereby you receive that which you've identified, that which you've searched for, that which, that which you've expected and now you're receiving it. Glory to God. Glory to God. And I pray for everyone that is trusting God or that is in, that is in a particular waiting season of, your, of their lives. That that which you've identified that you need, that which you've searched for, that which you're expecting, you will receive it but miraculously in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. We give you praise for the marriage miracles. Thank you, Lord, for the baby miracles. Thank you, Lord, for, for job miracles. Thank you, Lord, for, for peace of mind. Thank you, Lord, for joy. Thank you, Lord, for provision. Thank you, Lord, for settlement and early establishment. We give you praise and give you adoration. Lord, we say thank you for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. So the last but not the least thing I want to talk about is how do you now know when your season, when your waiting season is about to come to an end? How do you know, guys? I have just two points here. The first one is when you catch a conviction within you, in your heart, that you see that which I'm wait, waiting for will surely come to pass. My sister, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy and you can feel it. See, when you're waiting and then you catch a conviction within your spirit, within your heart, that conviction might be based on a scriptural verse that just... You have been reading it all these years, but this time you are reading it. Oh, God is leading you to a scriptural verse. And then you read that scriptural verse. It is now giving you a revelational meaning. That speaks to what you are waiting for. My sister, that is a strong conviction. And then for me, when I see scriptural verse like that to speak, that speaks to what I'm waiting for. I will write it out in my sticky note. Paste it where I can see it. Read it every morning. Confess it. Lambano it. Dance. Do you know? Do you get? I will dance on that scripture. I will dance on that scripture. I will dance with so much giving. Thank you, Father. Oh, this is what the word has said concerning me. I'll put my name there. Put the name of my husband. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, this is what God has said concerning the household of the Alamujus. Oh, glory to God. I will say it. See, that word has built conviction in me. I know it like I know my name. Now, that miracle we're expecting will come. And no devil can stop it. Glory to God. So, you see that which you're trusting God for. If you, if you do not have a conviction in your heart yet, Go to the word of God. Go and search scriptures. What has God said concerning uh, my job uh, application? What has God said concerning my marital settlement? What has God said concerning my baby? You hold on to You search the scripture. When you see that scripture, you hold on to it. You start confessing it. Right? That is what it means for you to catch a conviction in your heart. And trust me, in a matter of time, you see that which you're expecting. Uh... You are holding it already. You will share your testimony by the grace of God. The second one that will signify to you that your waiting season is about to come to an end is when you start to rejoice with others. Sincerely, is when you start to sincerely rejoice with others who has received the same thing you are you are waiting on uh, you're waiting on God for. Now let me go over that again. The second signal. That will signal to you that your waiting season is about to come to an end is when you sincerely rejoice with other people who have received same thing you are waiting on God for. <laughs> the moment your response to people's testimony concerning that which you're trusting God for is joy and sincere happiness, sincere rejoicing, trust me, it is a signal that your waiting season is about to come to an end. 
right and i want you to put this in your heart i want you to trust god together and if you want to listen to this over and over again listen to it i can assure you that if you can start to practice all of these things that are mentioned by the spirit of god and you start to wait on god sincerely actively trusting on god building faith with just with other people surrounding yourself with like-minded a faithful friend i can assure you that that which you're waiting on god for is here is here already your testimony is near in jesus name amen thank you so much guys for always listening to me i do not take it for granted i love you and i celebrate until i come your weekend next week thursday keep living keep loving and keep believing i love you and i celebrate you bye